go. Queso on three. One, two, three. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Quake Show Show, a podcast dedicated to Penn baseball. My name is Hunter Taubes. Uh, I handle all the social media for the team. I'm joined with head coach John Yerkow. Coach, what's going on today? Hey, Hunter. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, I guess we're making we're making history today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, uh, the coach Yerkow experience, right? <laughs> Uh, maybe something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically what we're going to do on the podcast, talk about a bunch of news updates. I'll be featuring interviews with players, with uh, coaches, other staff, some alumni, and uh, basically just be a lot of fun. Really why I wanted to start this podcast, you know, after the season, um, I felt that after reviewing some of the material I put out, we had great traction, made a lot of engagement off of, you know, player specific engagement. You know, I posted videos of players talking, um, you know, after a game or whatever, sort of like mini interviews. We had great traction. And I just thought what was one way to step that up would be a podcast, you know, would be longer interviews, would be talking at length with some of the players and some of their experiences with me, with coaches, you know, throughout the season. Um, so with that being said, here we are, first episode with coach and uh Yeah, I think Hunter, I think it's great. I think, yeah, it's as far as the engagement uh, and what you know, you were able to do for us via uh, social media, Twitter, Instagram, really trying to open that area up for mm-hmm. our, you know, fans, fa- uh, family, friends, uh, alums of, of Penn baseball. Um, it was great. I mean, you really saw the jump uh, as far as people that followed us throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is just like a, an extension of that right. where we can, uh, you know, just another avenue where people can, can, get information on Penn baseball, uh, whether that be with our current team, um, alums, um, you know, and kind of just keep up to date with the uh, happenings of the program. Yeah. And I mean, personally, I enjoyed every second of it, you know, every day was, uh, something new, something fun happened and, you know, growing the Penn baseball brand was something I was a little nervous about going into the season. I wasn't really sure how I do it, but, you know, thank you for all the words. And I, you know, I, I personally enjoyed every second of it. I had a lot of fun doing so. Uh, so now, I mean, we'll, I guess we'll go back and talk about this previous season. Uh, we finished with a 33 and 15 record and 17 and four in Isaac League play. Obviously a great regular season. Um, opened up down at College Station for three game series at Texas A&M. You know, they finished up 44 and 20 and we took two or three from them. Um, Coach, you want to tell me a little bit about that whole experience from your point of view? Yeah, it's, you know, playing an SEC in SEC team to open up your season is always going to be a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think you saw where AM finished up by going to Omaha. So they obviously mm-hmm. had a really good team um, and really just kept improving as the year went along. But yeah. To, to be able to take our, our team down into an environment like that uh, and really try to, you know, get them, get them, get our team prepared um, for our, our league conference play and, and continue to try to challenge them, put them in tough situations. So, it's something that we thought about doing a few years ago as we tried to upgrade our, our schedule early in the season. And it's something mm-hmm. that we will continue to do uh, moving forward. I think, right. you know, we, we talked as a coaching staff, um, you know, try to get the right type of kids in our program and guys that would be you know, willing to, to rise to the challenge of playing, you know, some of the better teams in the country. And yeah, we went down to A&M and, and we played some really close, hard fought games and, Wound up being a great weekend for us to start the season. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and personally, it was my first game working with the team. I up in the press box, I was having a blast. Um, it was it was honestly just a really fun 
was an awesome way to start the season. Awesome way to a whole introduction for me, at least into, um, you know, what the season will be like going throughout the season, you know, again, finished 17 and four in Ivy League play in the regular season, had that crazy finish um, at Princeton to uh, end the regular season where we, uh, Saturday, we had, we started the first game winning game got delayed. And then Sunday we came back and played the rest of game one, played game two, played game three and where we needed uh, to win all three games and uh, needed a Columbia series loss at Dartmouth, which was also a crazy finish too. Yeah, um, Connor, I've, I've been coaching for such a long time and I, and I just feel like I've been involved in some like crazy double headers and, mm-hmm. you know, we played an extra inning game against Dartmouth a few, a few years ago. That was six hours and 40 minutes long, right, a 21 right. inning game. Um, but yeah, the, the Princeton weekend, the way that shaped up, I, I, up until that point, I'd never played three games in one day. Um, and the fact that, you know, how that kind of, that whole day just started to come together, you know, obviously we had to, to finish game one. Um, you know, we were doing a little scoreboard watching. We, we, we got the win there. And then Adam and I were watching the game in the press box. (laughs) Yeah. I I think there was a lot of people that were watching the game on their phones that day. And then, you know, game two, we, you know, we play a fairly tight game. We get the, we get the win there. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we had, we had heard that Dartmouth won. um, Yeah. And at that point we were, we were just kind of starting game three. Mm-hmm. Um, so we knew that, you know, if, if we could, if we could pull that out, we still had a chance and, you know, Dartmouth credit to those guys for playing hard to the, the last pitch of the season. And, yeah. um, yeah, it, it, we, we needed a little help, but yeah, what a, it was a great, great weekend, a great day for, mm-hmm. for Penn baseball and to be able to, you know, uh, win the uh, regular season championship in that fashion, it was just a, 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 an awesome, awesome weekend all around season didn't finish on the sort of way we wanted to um but you know next season we have uh you want to tell us about who we start with where we're going down the first weekend spring trip and sort of outlooking the uh 2023 season for us yeah it's uh you know obviously i think when you have a a good program like the faces are always going to change somewhat from year Mm -hmm. to year but the the standards and the expectations won't Right. And that's kind of how we, of we present things to our guys. And yeah, um, we'll have to see how everybody comes back Got a lot of guys playing summer baseball, you know, right now and spread, spread all over the country. And it'd be interesting to see those guys come back in the fall and, and, you know, we bring in a new, a new freshman class. So we'll, we'll see what we have, but yeah, we open up uh, another tough start. We're going to be playing uh, university of South Carolina opening weekend, mm-hmm. um, you know, so We'll have our work cut out for us there for sure. And then uh, we come home and I, I think our next trip for spring break is a 10 day trip where we open up at Lamar in uh, Texas for three. And then we're at Nickel state. And then we, we head on over from Nickel state to uh, Tulane for, for our three game series. So, you know, again, just trying to really um, find some different spots, uh, good experiences for, for the kids and guys on the team really trying to challenge ourselves early in the season right and finding competing against those teams who maybe are in bigger conferences that uh get a little more recognition on a national level is always you know good for a program like ours which is you know not in one of the power five schools you know yeah absolutely i think it's anytime again you can get your your our guys on that on that stage um you know i think it's it's great for them. great experience mm-hmm. right 
All right, so we obviously just spoke about where we were opening up the season on the road. But as some of you know, Michael John will have a bit of a different look this season. Um, the field's going to be fully turfed as a part of our Michael John renovation project, as well as angling it so the left field corner isn't sort of reminiscent of the polo grounds. Um, Coach, tell us what went into the project from your point of view, you know, the original ideas behind it, maybe some of the fundraising that went into it from, from some of our alumni. Yeah, I think the first thing I want to do, Hunter, is, is thank um, some of the major contributors to the project. You know, mm -hmm. the first person that really got the uh, ball rolling here was Warren Lichtenstein, who's a, who's a Penn alum and, and a, uh, was a dear friend of uh, the late Tommy Lasorda. Um, you know, and that's what really helped, you know, I guess spearhead this project. Warren made it a significant lead gift that we were able to match with our uh, passionate, loyal alums um, to really get this project moving. And, you know, some of the guys I'd like to highlight from our group, our, our baseball alumni group, you know, Ben Breyer, Michael Green, Jeremy Milken, uh, David Goldberg, um, who were instrumental in, in helping us reach, you know, that matching gift. And, you know, without these guys, we wouldn't be able to, to get this, get this done. So, yeah, it'll be a significant change, um, you know, to the stadium. We're going to, we're going to uh, turf the entire field, renovate the dugouts, uh, make it do a one degree rotation of the stadium. Um, as you alluded to, it'll change the dimensions and make them a little bit more symmetric. Right. Uh, symmetrical, um, you know, so rotating the field slightly, we're going to have a padded outfield wall, uh, new visitors bullpen, uh, home pitchers development area, which we'll use as our bullpen. So there'll be there'll be significant changes. And I think the big thing, you know, for us it, it being able to to have a turf facility, one that, you know, we'll be able to, to utilize more, uh, you know, in our in our non-traditional fall season and also mm -hmm. in the spring, um, really eliminating, you know, field prep. Uh, maintenance and just allowing our kids from a, a skill standpoint to get out on the field and and use it a little bit more so from like a practice standpoint you know we don't have to worry about dragging the fields beforehand don't have the field cover as well as some of the other paddings during bp correct yeah that's that's definitely something that'll speed things up on, mm -hmm. on you know on game days hunter um you know i think if you just look at weather in the northeast uh you know it, it could rain for five days in a row and as soon as the rain's done you can go out and walk out on your field and practice where when you have a natural surface you just can't do, do those those sorts of things yeah. and i feel like this was one of the areas we were lacking um you know over the past couple of years compared to some of our peers so to kind of get on an, an even playing field uh lack of a better term um no pun yeah, i think this <laughs> yeah, that's right that's right uh this will this will be a, a major upgrade uh, you know, for the program and, and the players. Yeah, and I mean, even going towards recruits, I would think that's a huge upgrade in their whole recruiting process where, you know, now they have, they see that you have this great little facility, brand new turf, obviously the whole pitcher development center. I would think that's a, a step up and um, another sort of touch point and uh, attention grabber from a uh, recruit's point of view. Um, yeah, for, from a recruiting standpoint, just the, the idea, you know, when you take guys down there and we were able to show them the plans, um, you know, and the details behind it, it's, it's been a huge, uh, bonus for us. Um, you know, we felt like our indoor facility and we have the, you know, heated bubble, uh, that we can practice in, in, in February, March, our weight room, 
um, this is kind of like the final piece of the puzzle for us. So right. I really, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to shovels going in the ground the last week of October and having the field completed. So we'll be able to, um, you know, hopefully get on here by uh, mid, mid February. Cool. And uh, one last thing, cause I know you have to go. Uh, we're recording this on July 22nd of 2022. A couple of days ago, we had Joe Miller drafted uh, to the Detroit Tigers. Sort of just real quick before, uh, before I let you go. What's that sort of experience like for you? What's, you know, goes through your mind? Are there discussions with scout, uh, professional scouts about um, certain players? And just a little look into that whole process and what it means to you as a coach uh, to have a player drafted to the big leagues. Yeah, it's, um, you know, obviously congratulations to Joe. You know, I think we all know how hard he, he worked this mm -hmm. and definitely a dream for him to have that opportunity to go play professional baseball and, I think I might be our 10th guy uh, since I've been the head coach here at Penn that's had an opportunity to go on a pro ball. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Joe is extremely well-deserving, but yeah, I guess to take a look into it, you, we kind of have an idea when, you know, the, you start hearing a lot from, uh, you know, more from pro scouts, there'll be more scouts to show up at games. Um, you know, I guess at the, the, the longer the season went, the more scouts were starting to show up for Joe's outings and, you know, obviously he's very talented left-hander 91 and 94 with a pretty good breaking ball. So, um, you know, there's just not that many of those guys out there. And Joe really pitched well, uh, the second half of the season. Uh, he had an opportunity again, then to kind of go showcase, um, uh, in front of all those scouts up in the Cape Cod league, which as you know, is, you know, probably the most historic summer league in the country, right. Right. tons of scouts. So if you, if you, if you play well up there, you know, it's really going to help your draft stock. And that's kind of what happened with Joe. So, yeah, it's, I'm really excited for him. I think he'll be he'll he'll do great in pro ball. Um, I would be surprised one day if you turned on the TV and he was you know pitching on TV. So, um, but yeah, and it's also it's also awesome for the program because it's one of the things we talk about when we recruit student athletes. And you know, they one of the great things about Penn, um, you know, coming to play baseball here is you you got a great opportunity to just still chase that professional baseball dream. You know, while you receive a an unbelievable education. So um, really happy for him. And hopefully we can keep it going with a couple more guys having that opportunity next year. Yeah, definitely. So uh, one last congrats to Joe Miller got drafted by the Detroit Tigers earlier this week and uh, coach, thanks for coming on. Had a blast. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, th I think we just made history Hunter. So yeah, we definitely uh, did. <laughs> I appreciate it. And I know how hard you worked. Uh, you know, I just want to let everybody know how much you did behind the scenes for us to help promote Penn, Penn baseball over the last eight months or so. So Glad Thank this you, is all Thank coming you. together and excited to see where it goes. So good yeah. luck. Thank you. Me as well. All right, coach.